Welcome everyone to the Apocalary Podcast. I am Steve. He is Larry. Yeah. Yeah, Larry tonight. I say that asking a question. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wasn't sure if I wanted to be doctor tonight. I'm I'm not sure. I'm I'm happy with Larry. Okay. Uh, well, I'm happy with Larry too. <laughs> well, you know, we do have Larry coming at my school. So. <laughs> well, I thought I was going to get in trouble for that comment. Anyway, um, <laughs> folks. Well, Lynn hasn't heard it yet. Uh, so. That's true. That's true. Biding my time. Uh, folks, we've missed you. It, it's good to be back amongst you. I can't see those of you on the other side of the podcast medium, but yes, Larry and Steve I have has been in the Emerald Isles. No. Dude, no, don't go there. Don't I want to go there. Don't go there. Totally intentional. Don't go there. Right for the greeting. <laughs> like, like, our, like one of our favorite comedians, Danny Boy, says. So you know the difference between a Scotsman and an Irishman, right? Here's here's how they sound. A Scotsman. Hello, how are you? An Irishman. Dealy dealy dee potatoes. Do you hear the difference? <laughs> 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 my good friend we are going to talk about ezra seven and possibly eight maybe nine tonight probably yeah we'll probably get through uh, a chunk so we've we've just the first six chapters were about zerubbabel coming yeah right and now now seven to ten of ezra is about ezra hmm. and i've made an error all of these years okay i've always thought that ezra found um a book of the law and 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 that's what but then remember I said, I still think he brought a book of the law with him, but he okay. found something there and uh, he didn't. There's nothing about that at all. There, um, there is something about during the time of Josiah where they found a book of the law okay. and started reading it. But the, but the, the rabbi that was talking said, even that was, was not right. I mean, they, they, there were people that were reading, um, you know, the Torah all the way through. Okay. But when Ezra comes, so there's nothing to suggest that he found a Torah. There are people say that he added to it or, or you know, was writing parts of it. But there's nothing to suggest that either. The only suggestion about Ezra, to, to, to my shame, is that he was a Torah scholar. Hmm. And that when he came to Jerusalem, he came as, as a priest and he was the main guy. But it, this is still during Ezra's time, right? When people wanted to write books in the intertestamental period, in the second temple period, mm -hmm. which is, you know, from, from 500 to about AD 70, when they wrote books, they would put them to, to patriarchs and people that lived before the time of Ezra mm -hmm. to give them authority. They, they ascribed them to people before the time of Ezra. Yeah. And I think it was to give them authority, or maybe it was just, you know, the, it was the style at the time. <laughs> You know, for all I know, but um, but Ezra was a really important person, and um, and this is his coming down to Jerusalem. Okay. Um. So, folks, I will pre-warn you this because I just came back from vacation and have severe jet lag. Even still today, I thought I was over it, but I'm not. I am not going to read names and things that I cannot figure out how to pronounce. I'm just going to skip right through them. And Larry and I have agreed on this, and we've made a solemn pact. Um, <laughs> so let's start it at Ezra seven. We'll kind of skip through this and then, um, we'll let, we'll let Larry dispense wisdom on us. 
Ezra 7, starting at verse 1. After these things, during the reign of Artaxerxes, king of Persia, Ezra, son of Shariah, son of, and then it goes on and on and on and on and on. Um, to the son of Uzi, which we've talked about, if, if you're into gun control, there's a there's a mention for you. Um, again, son and son and son and son. Who, oh, you have to say Phineas, though. You can say yeah, Phineas. Phineas, Elzar, and the son of Aaron. So it's given a lineage for Ezra, right, at this point in time. Yeah, so, and the big thing here is the, the important thing about this lineage is it ties you right back to Aaron, the chief priest. Yeah. Um, which which would say to them that that Ezra was a Levite. Yes, yes. Right? He could speak and, with authority too, right? Yes, and therefore he has the authority of a priest. Yeah. And don't forget, they 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 were in the in the um, Assyrian captivity. These guys were in the Babylonian captivity, and then and now they're in the Persian captivity. So they're they are they're a long way from the time when they had an actual priesthood. Right. Yes. So like you're. Like this, this Ezra is 460, so you're 100 years from the time you had a priesthood. Mm -hmm. And and the, the whole idea of the Levitical priesthood would have been sort of dissolved during the Babylonian captivity. Right. But there were people that hung on to it, and, and so they wanted, to, they wanted to trace lineages back. Right, right, right. So And how <laughs> accurate it is, I don't know. I don't know if they kept really good records and they were able to say this, or if this is more like a knight's tale. Yeah. You know, I'm not sure. I'm actually not sure. Do you remember the Knight's Tale when, yeah, when he yeah. said, when when the king says, "Well, my scholars have gone back, and actually he is from a, a great lineage of knights from," <laughs> <laughs> and everybody knows it's crap, but <laughs> his way of saying, you know, yeah, let, yeah. let him be a knight, yeah, yeah. But so, I believe that they really did think he was in in the line of of, of Aaron. Yeah. Okay. Well, what? Let's pick it up at, at verse six now, folks. This Ezra came up from Babylon. He was a teacher well-versed in the law of Moses, which the Lord, the God of Israel, had given. The king had granted him everything he had asked, for the hand of the Lord, of the Lord his God, was on him. Some of the Israelites, including priests, Levites, musicians, gatekeepers, and temple servants, also came up to Jerusalem in the seventh year of King Artaxerxes. So and, if Artaxerxes started in 65, yeah. the seventh year you know, would have been in, in, you know, in the late 50s, 58. Would that be yeah. 58? 57, 58? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And um, 458, right? So don't forget, we're, um, if you go over to Greece, Persia is still in the middle of the of the Persian War with Greece. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, he has other things on his mind besides what's going on in Jerusalem. Yeah. 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 Okay. Ezra 8 now. Or, sorry, chapter 7, verse 8. Ezra arrived in Jerusalem in the fifth month of the seventh year of the king. He had begun his journey from Babylon on the first day of the first month, and they arrived in Jerusalem on the first day of the fifth month. It took a while. For the gracious hand of his God was on him. For Ezra devoted himself to study and the observance of the law of the Lord and to the teaching and to teaching its decrees and laws in Israel. Yeah, so they make they make a big deal about of about yeah, the law of Moses, of course, is the Torah, is mm -hmm. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. the law of Moses. Yeah, and and he was an expert in it. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. I said, well, he only had five books. I mean, how yeah, hard that? like oh, yeah, I mean, we got to do all sixty-six. Come on. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, I choked on that one, Steve. I choked on yeah. that one. Yeah. Probably deserved. 
to choke on that. <laughs> Verse 11. This is the copy of the letter King Artaxerxes had given Ezra the priest, the teacher of the law, a man learned in manners concerning the commands and decrees of the Lord of Lord of Lord for Israel. Which I'm laughing that they really wanted to make sure you knew that Ezra was a really big thing. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh man, yes, he was he was he was uh, Jewish through and through. Yeah. Artaxerxes, king of kings, to Ezra, the priest, the teacher of the law of God, of the God of heaven. Greetings. Now I decree that that any of the Israelites in my kingdom, including priests and Levites, who volunteered to go to Jerusalem with you, may go. You are sent by the king and his seven advisors to inquire about Judah and Jerusalem with regard to the law of your God, which is in your hand. Moreover, you are to take with you the silver and gold that the king and his advisors have freely given to the God of Israel, whose dwelling is in Jerusalem. Together with all the silver and gold you may obtain from the province of Babylon, as well as a freewill offering, as the freewill offerings of the people and priests for the temple of their God in Jerusalem. With this money, be sure to buy bulls, rams, and male lambs, together with their grain offerings and drink offerings, and sacrifice them on the altar of the temple of your God in Jerusalem. You and your fellow Israelites may do whatever seems best with the rest of the silver and gold, in accordance with the will of your God. Deliver to the God of Jerusalem all the articles entrusted to you for the worship in the temple of your God, and anything else that's needed for the temple of your God that you are responsible to supply, you may provide from the royal treasury. It's kind of amazing, isn't it? Um, that and is this the actual letter of Artaxerxes? I'm not sure. Hmm. Or is this is this the interpretation of the guy who wrote this book? I, hmm. I, I'm not sure about that, because what he has done is is pretty amazing. Like he's given them all of the stuff. Now the temple's been there now for um, what 40 years, mm -hmm. but he's still giving them more stuff to to use in the temple, right? right. More gold over and then whatever you got left over you know just just hang on to it and use it any way you want right now mind you uh artaxerxes is unbelievably rich right right so so maybe maybe this is a pittance to him yeah yeah and artaxerxes playing the odds right yeah yeah and and maybe maybe like if you're looking at it politically Maybe to have a group over in that part of Asia that's on your side is is a pretty good thing to have. Yeah. 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 Um, now I, King Artaxerxes, verse 21, folks, decree that all the treasurers of trans-Euphrates are to provide with diligence whatever Ezra the priest, the teacher of the law of the God of heaven, may ask of you. Up to 100 talents of silver, 100 cores of wheat, 100 baths of wine, and 100 baths of olive oil, and salt without limit. Whatever the God of heaven has prescribed, let it be done with diligence for the temple of the God of heaven. Why should his wrath fall in the realm of the king and his sons? You are also to know that you have no authority to impose taxes, tribute, or duty on any of the priests, Levites, musicians, gatekeepers, temple servants, or other workers at this house of God. Yes, I'm bringing that to the government of Canada. And oh, yeah, to, totally. Yeah, yeah you, you don't have any right to do this stuff to me. Yes. Um, there were so just so you notice there were trans people in the Bible. <laughs> it's dangerous. Lynn's gonna hear this. Lynn's I'm gonna, gonna hear stop. This. I'm gonna stop. <laughs> of course it was trans Euphrates, but you know, still. But 
Praise be to the Lord. <laughs> oh, no, we already finished, right? Verse 25. <laughs> Verse 25. And you, Ezra, in accordance with the wisdom of your God, which you possess, appoint magistrates and judges to administer justice to all the people of Trans-Euphrates, all who know the laws of your God. And you are to teach any who do not know them. Whoever does not obey the, obey the law of your God and the law of the king must be surely punished by death, banishment, confiscation of property, or imprisonment. Which sounds a lot like our government today. Yeah, very, um, very, very, very yeah, similar. Just, just Except sorry. the death. Yeah, they just yeah. make you wish you were dead. Yeah. yeah. 27 now, folks. Praise <laughs> be to the Lord, the God of our ancestors, who has put it into the king's heart to bring honor to the house of the Lord in Jerusalem in this way, and who has extended his good favor to me before the king and his advisors and all the king's powerful officials. Because the hand of the Lord, my God, was on me. I took courage and gathered up leaders from Israel to go up with me. Yeah, it's interesting he had to take courage to do this. Yeah. That that you know there there was going to be opposition along the way. But what it does show is that you know when God is in the thing, you know the the king of the most powerful nation of the day yeah said hey, why don't you go back? Why don't yeah. you go back home and and I'll I'll assist you in this thing that you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. And and you know the Jews went back home in 48 as well, 1948. Mm-hmm. And it was it was Britain that allowed it at that time, right? I, th- I would say Britain, and and you know back here it was it was the Persian government that allowed them to go back home after they were after they were displaced. It's kind of an interesting thing the way it mm-hmm. happens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like like you know maybe what goes around comes around. You know how many how many times have they been displaced from their land and had to go back? Right. Right. Well, twice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Twice yeah. for sure. Yeah. Well, but it's but it is an intriguing thing. The, the the political aspects sometimes line up with God's with God's work. Yes, yes. Or God, you know, we would often say too that God is using that, right? <clears throat> yes, that's how we would look at it for sure. Yeah, you know, you could easily, if you didn't believe in God, you could easily look at it and go, that's eh, just the way it kind of came about. Yeah. This stuff happens all the time. Yeah. And and I like that because I really believe that God always allows you an out if you don't want to believe in him. Mm-hmm. 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 You know? Yeah. Many of the miracles we see, we, we choose to believe that, that God did them. Yeah. You know, and I believe that God did them. Yeah. 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 So anyway, so number eight, number eight, Steve, I don't know. <laughs> this is, I wouldn't even try it. <laughs> well, Let's just say that there's a lot of different families that went back. Yeah. List and, of the family heads, and only their heads for some reason. I don't. Yeah, yeah. And you, you do the quick math on it. It looks like maybe I don't know, five hundred men that went back. I don't know. Like there's 160 and 218 and 28 and 110 and 60 and 300 and 200. Eh, more, more, more like a thousand. Eh? More, okay, more so there you go. So yeah. about a thousand went back. So we're not talking, you know, massive crowd. We're not talking the nation of Israel coming out of Egypt, but we are talking to. Uh, unnoticeable group that it would appear in Jerusalem. Yeah. And if you, if you just, cause these are just the men. And so there'd be probably, you'd expect women and children too. Yeah. And so if you saw this group coming at you, you might go, Ooh, there's uh, you know, um, you better buy more hamburgers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not, I don't think we got enough food here. I just don't think, I just don't think we got it. <laughs> but let's pick it up at verse 15 then. 
if I can even read any of this, but I'll give it a go. <laughs> the return to Jerusalem. I assembled them at the canal that flows towards Abha, and we camped there three days. I checked among the people and found no lead. I checked among the people and the priests and found no Levites there. So I summoned a bunch of folks who were leaders and and who and other folks who were men of learning and told them to go to Ido, the leader of in Kapasha. Anyway, I told them what to say to Ido and his fellow Levites, the temple servants, so that they might bring attendance to us for the house of our God. It all sounds like Japanese food to me. But... Yeah, it does. A little bit does. Because of the gracious hand of our God was on us, they brought a Sherebah, a capable man from the descendants of Maui, son of Levi. That's a good reason to read that, because he's the son of Levi, the son of yeah. Israel, and Shelba's sons and brothers, 18 in all. And Hashabiah. Anyway, I give up. Together with the descendants of other people and his brothers and sisters, 20 in all, they brought 220 of the temple servants, a body that David and his officials had established to assist the Levites. All were registered by name. There at the canal, I proclaimed a fast and so that we might humble ourselves before our God and ask him for a safe journey for us and our children with all of our possessions. I was ashamed to ask the king for soldiers and horsemen to protect us from enemies on the road because we had told the king, we had told the king, the gracious hand of our God is on everyone who looks to him, but his great anger is against all who forsake him. So we fastened, so we fasted and petitioned our God about this, and he answered our prayer. I wonder if the answering of the prayer means they did not take the horsemen and the protection of the king? That's kind of how I would read it. But but he looked after them on this journey. Yeah. Yeah. You'd, you'd think, you'd think that, like, by the time you, you've got this thing going, you're, you're several thousand people, you think that wouldn't be that dangerous, but yeah, must still be, eh? Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, and maybe... They would see them as as easy pickings if there's women and children among. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm not sure how it all plays out either. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, here we are at verse 24, folks. Then I set apart the twelve of the leading priests, and I weighed out to them the offering of silver and gold and and the articles that the king, his advisors, his officials, and all Israel present there. And all these who present there had donated for the house of our God. I weighed out to them 650 talents of silver, silver articles weighing 100 talents, 100 talents of gold, 20 bowls of gold valued at 1,000 darics, and two fine articles of, of polished bronze as precious as gold. I said to them, you are to take these articles that are consecrated, you as well, <laughs> you as well, as these articles are consecrated to the Lord. The silver and gold are a freewill offering to the Lord, the God of your ancestors. Guard them carefully until you weigh them out into the chambers of the house of the Lord in Jerusalem before the leading priests and Levites and family heads of Israel. Then the priests and the Levites received the silver and gold and the sacred articles that had been weighed out to be taken to the house of the Lord, of our, the house of our God in Jerusalem. On the twelfth day of the first month, we set out from the canal to go to Jerusalem. The hand of our God was on us, and he protected us from enemies and bandits along the way. So we arrived in Jerusalem, where we rested three days. And there you go. That that was the protection of God, from enemies and bandits Yeah, along the way. 
So there, there, I guess there'd be bandits would harass you, right? And sneak mm. into your camp and steal stuff. And, yeah. and enemy, enemies would attack you. I don't know who the enemies were necessarily because this whole area belonged to Persia. But, it's a, but did we say from, depending on where they were in Persia, it could be 900 kilometers mm -hmm. if they went from Baghdad to Jerusalem. Yeah, it was. It, it could be quite a journey, right? Yeah, yeah. I I thought it was going to be really close, but no, they they went a long way. Yeah. Well, what did they say? They were four months going there. It says they were four months going there. Yeah. Yeah. That's, wow. It's quite a trip. That's that's longer than your trip to Scotland. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Verse thirty-five, folks. Then the exiles who had returned from captivity sacrificed burnt offerings to the God of Israel: twelve bulls for Israel, ninety-six rams, seventy-seven male lambs. And as a sin offering, 12 male goats. All this was a burnt offering to the Lord. They had also delivered the king's orders to the royal satraps and to the governors of Trans-Euphrates, who gave them assistance to, to the people and to the house of God. And sat satraps are high-stationed high, high administrators is what they are. Okay. They're not like problems in your gulf. <laughs> I think, I think you, we should stop there because we don't want to get into this whole thing about intermarriage today i don't okay think. yeah and um we'll do nine and ten tomorrow or, or the next time okay so it's intriguing isn't it like uh, there wasn't much i could jump in and say much about it. you're just kind of it's it's the kind of story it's fairly self-explanatory yeah yeah as god, as huh go ahead well i was just gonna say god is calling this people this this group back Ezra's an important guy he knows the law but he's taken a whole bunch of good people with him yeah yeah and and this is uh you know what do we we're we're probably almost almost 80 80 years after Zerubbabel right mm. Zerubbabel started it they built they rebuilt the temple Haggai talked about all of that stuff and now um and now Ezra has come and he's doing more um, there's going to be a cleansing coming that 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 my Jewish author that I was reading thinks is really inappropriate that hmm. that they did not do what they were supposed to do. And yet when I read it in scripture, it sounds like he did exactly what he was supposed hmm. to do. It's kind hmm. of a weird little thing. But anyway, he's he's they've got him there again. They've got yeah. another group. Now there was a group there, right? There was a group there 50 years ago. Mm -hmm. And they've been there for 50 years. And now Ezra's bringing another group with him to Israel or to Jerusalem as well. Right. I think and the thing that's... Go ahead. Go no, ahead. no, 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 you go. Oh, and then the intermarry thing comes up, but we'll talk about that next week. Yeah. I think the fun thing that's been for me to, as you and I have gone through this and you've led us through this, is, is I think people tend to think that those two events, you know, of... Um, why did I just forget who who preceded Ezra? Zerubbabel, <laughs> Zerubbabel, and Nehemiah. Even right, we tend to see those as parallel events when they're not parallel events. No, now Nehemiah is a little closer. Like he's gonna his his is the next book, and he's coming in. Ezra's still there when Nehemiah is there, but Zerubbabel, I think, is either a really old man or he's gone. Yeah. Right? So you've you've got this kind of they're almost in series rather than parallel at that point, right? Yeah. So. And probably until we read this, most people didn't even know there was a guy named Zerubbabel that was involved at all. Yeah. All the people talk about are Ezra and Nehemiah. Yeah. 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 Well, this is my shout out to Zerubbabel. You know? Yeah. Well, this is your opportunity for to write a book on Zerubbabel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
as soon as I learn how to spell it, I'm going <laughs> to. <laughs> well, they've written every book known to man on leadership for Ezra and Nehemiah. Now you've got your opportunity to, you know. Oh, oh. The Zerubbabelian. Zerubbabelian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Leadership method. <laughs> Lucky Larry's uh, book of leadership with, with Zerubbabel. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, yeah, it's, it's, an, it's a funny thing, because I remember when I took this in seminary the very first time, I had no idea about this guy, Zerubbabel. And, and the teacher was talking about all of these years. And it meant very little to me. I was like, I don't know what in the world he's talking about. But now you realize, yeah, there was a there was a lot, mm -hmm. there are a lot of little pieces that pull this stuff together. Yeah, yeah. And 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 when you look at it, you you know, you look at it like you said, like it's a very as if it's all one thing, but it's not at all, not yeah. even close. Yeah. And he didn't find a book of the law, which which really disappoints me because. I've, I've talked about that for a long, long time. And all of a sudden, oh, man, I can't find it. I was looking it up. I was I was doing searches. Where's Ezra finding the book of the law? Oh, he never did. He did. They cheated me on that one. Yeah. Come on. And I'm sure there was a teacher in, in seminary that told me that. Yeah. yeah. So. Oh. Well, my friend, thank you for that. That. That's a fan. Again, we've set the table for again a, a little turn that's going to come in Ezra because, he, like Larry said, he's going to turn and start talking about intermarriage. And yeah. this is kind of an interesting point that we've got to, but we had to set the table of whole, this whole group coming back. Um, so thank you so much, my friend. That was great. Folks, like we said at the start, it's so good to be amongst you again. It was so good to just come and and, and just look at God's word again. Uh, we look forward to the time when we can be back together in a week's time when we'll go through Ezra 9. It's 9, yeah. And uh, so if you want to do some pre-read on that, that would that'd be kind of cool. But until then, I was Steve, he was Larry, and this was the Apocalypse.